There was a knock one morning, a man was standing at my door. He said, hello, I'm from Halliburton, have you heard of us before? We'd like to lease your backyard to drill for natural gas. It's called hydraulic fracturing, and it is the very past for a clean energy future above the Marcella Stone. Plus, we'll give you lots of money and a new mobile phone. I said, you are a corporate crook. I don't believe the things you tell, and you can drive right off my property and then go straight to hell. No fracking way. No fracking way, I don't trust corporate salesmen, whatever they may say. No fracking way, no fracking way, no fracking way. No fracking way, no fracking way. Welcome to Frack You Very Much, a fracking terrible podcast. If you want to listen to all the back episodes of Frack You Very Much, just go to frackyouverymuch.com. In addition to all the back episodes on the website, you'll find some links to make a donation. You can make a one-time or recurring donation to keep this podcast free and independent. You can also find a link there to send me a message. This episode is the 17th reading from the Compendium of Scientific, Medical, and Media Findings, Demonstrating Risks and Harms of Fracking. Unconventional Gas and Oil Extraction. This reading is from the 7th edition, December 2020. The compendium is compiled by the Concerned Health Professionals of New York and Physicians for Social Responsibility. We are up to page 412 of the 2020 edition. Inaccurate job claims, increased crime rates, threats to property values and mortgages, and local government burden. According to multiple studies in multiple states, the oil and gas industry's promises of job creation from drilling for natural gas have been greatly exaggerated. Many of the jobs are short-lived, have gone to out-of-area workers, and increasingly are lost to automation. The contraction of the industry in 2019 and 2020 accelerated by the coronavirus pandemic, has led to mass layoffs, lost jobs, and high unemployment among fracking crews and associated workers. With the arrival of drilling and fracking operations, communities have consistently experienced steep increases in rates of crime, variously including assault, rape, sex trafficking, larceny, and auto theft. In the Marcellus Shale region, violent crime increased 30% in counties that experienced a fracking boom compared to those without fracking. Aggravated and sexual assaults were the crimes primarily responsible for this increase. Crime rates have increased even with additional allocation of funds for public safety. Financial and other strains on municipal services include those on law enforcement, road maintenance, emergency services, and public school district administration. In shale boom areas, school districts suffer lower test scores, lower attendance, higher teacher turnover, and exacerbated education inequities. Economists are increasingly quantifying community quality of life impacts and the unequal distribution of costs and benefits associated with drilling and fracking. 
Drilling and fracking pose an inherent conflict with mortgages and property insurance due to the hazardous materials used and the associated risks. With the departure of drilling and fracking operations from these communities, some of the challenges are eased. However, such departures can also lead to additional economic harms, such as sharp upticks in foreclosures, late car and mortgage payments, empty housing units, and failed or diminished local businesses. July 30, 2020 Oil and gas production employment in the state was expected to fall to its lowest since 2005, according to Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, which represents 2,600 independent oil and gas producers. Texas had already lost 46,100 jobs in production and oil field services from February to June 2020, related to dropped demand during the coronavirus pandemic. The alliance noted that the oil and gas industry was contracting well before the pandemic. July 8, 2020. When considered in aggregate, 25 relevant quantitative studies, all published between 2005 and 2019, provide clear evidence that U.S. drilling and fracking is linked to an increase in crime, according to a systematic review by a social scientist and legal scholar. A majority of studies found, quote, that shale gas development increases total crime, violent crime, property crime, social disorganization crimes, and violence against women. Of 17 studies that addressed violent crime, none showed that shale gas development led to less violent crime. Of the seven studies addressing shale gas development and crime against women, five of them showed a positive link, one suggested mixed results, and one suggested there no relationship. Of those studies that included data on pre- and post-increases in shale gas production, the review found drilling and fracking leads to a 28-46% to 46% increase in crime in surrounding communities. Only one study addressed shale gas development and crime outside of the United States. Noting the considerable consistency in these findings, the researchers recommended that in addition to environmental impacts, the shale gas crime considerations, quote, should be considered by policymakers and planners when determining whether and how shale development should be allowed. May 26, 2020 In April 2020, the oil and gas industry cut a record-breaking 26,300 jobs, according to the Texas Workforce Commission. Most of the jobs lost were drilling rig operators, hydraulic fracturing crews, and equipment manufacturers. May 11, 2020 Oil and gas industry journalist Irina Slav examined why young professionals view employment in the oil and gas industry as a poor career choice. The average age of Society of Petroleum Engineers members is growing older, while the number of students choosing engineering majors linked to careers in oil and gas are dropping. The current industry crisis is triggering layoffs among fracking crews, as well as canceling internships among young professionals. In addition, Slav argues, the contribution of the industry to the ongoing climate crisis is a disincentive to youth. Just as laid-off oil and gas workers find work in other industries, 
University graduates will likewise gravitate to internships and consequent recruitment in companies, quote, that are not victims of the whims of the most volatile commodity market in the world. April 7, 2020. A survey conducted by the Louisiana Oil and Gas Association of its 450 member companies found more than 23,000 jobs in the industry to be at immediate risk due to the coronavirus pandemic and the oil glut. This would constitute 70% of their workforce. Quote, to boost the oil industry, LOGA put forth several measures, which include things it has long supported suspending severance tax collections for one year, ending government-led coastal restoration lawsuits, easing regulations at the Office of Conservation, and identifying ways to expedite oil storage capacity. February 20, 2020. Penn State education policy scholars found that fracking economically harms school districts and exacerbates educational inequalities. Using data from 2007 to 2015, they found that public school districts in Pennsylvania with fracking had, quote, lower per-pupil revenues, locally raised per-pupil funding for schools, per-pupil income, and per-pupil property wealth than otherwise similar districts without fracking. School districts with fracking had $1,550.50 less per-pupil compared to the otherwise similar districts. They concluded that fracking, quote, may help to maintain and entrench spatial inequality across school districts. December 18, 2019. A research team quantified various aspects of equity within the populations affected by the shale gas boom in Appalachia. Their findings revealed a disproportionate burden on the poor that included higher mortality risks induced by fracking-related air pollution. Poorer residents also derived fewer economic benefits from the industry. In addition to documenting that mortality risk from natural gas pollution increased as income decreased, the team also documented inequities in employment. In states where fracking takes place, 80% of natural gas-related employment was concentrated in just 10% of counties. Though authors discussed options for incorporating equity in planning and policy related to shale gas systems, their recommendations pointed to the need for fundamental socio-technical change in energy systems. In order to reduce or relieve, quote, disproportionate costs to the poor and to future generations. A companion study to this one is described below. November 18, 2019. Carnegie Mellon, Stanford, and Princeton University study examined both the human health and climate impacts of fracking in Appalachia and was the first to put dollar values on some of the external and cumulative costs. The team found that premature deaths caused by the industry's pollution had an economic cost of $23 billion, while climate impacts cost an additional $34 billion. Their findings showed that one year of life is lost for every three job years created by the industry. These premature deaths extend beyond the communities where the gas wells and attendant employment benefits are located, with almost half occurring downwind of the fracking areas in urban regions of the Northeast. While these health harms from air pollution effects follow the boom and bust cycles of the industry, 
the climate harms will persist for generations well beyond the end of fracking. The study's lead author, Erin Mayfield, a postdoctoral research associate at the Princeton Environmental Institute, said, quote, Private firms across the supply chain have not faced the full cost of natural gas development, and the public has effectively subsidized greenhouse gas and air pollution emissions that result in climate change and health impacts. October 9, 2019 In a nationwide study, an Ohio State team examined social changes linked to fracking from 2009 to 2014. They anticipated that oil and gas employment growth during the shale boom would increase marriage rates. However, they found just the opposite. Marriage rates decreased and divorce rates increased. Specifically, fracking was linked to a decline in the share of the population who were married, an increase in the proportion of divorced people, and had little effect on those who never married or cohabited. Authors discussed the range of potential negative and positive consequences of this demographic restructuring in rural communities, along with the possible role that inevitable fracking busts may play in altering marriage behaviors as compared to boom phase fracking. October 1, 2019 Fracking booms can bring gains in income, employment, and salaries, and increases in housing prices and rent. An economic analysis of nine U.S. shale regions found that despite improvements in certain economic indicators such as these, fracking was also linked to, quote, deterioration in local amenities, which may include increases in crime, noise, and traffic, and declines in health. The researchers developed a measure called Willingness to Pay for Allowing Fracking, which was about $2,500 per household annually. They emphasized that they found evidence of important heterogeneity in the local net benefits. And understanding these differences, quote, is a first-order question for researchers and policymakers interested in assessing the impacts of allowing fracking in their community. August 29, 2019. Economists found reduced student test scores and reduced student attendance in Texas schools' shale oil districts compared to non-shale districts. Despite tripling of the local tax base in these districts in the study period from 2001 to 2014, schools did not spend money on teacher and other school staff wages. Quote, as the gap between teacher wages and private sector wages grew, so did teacher turnover and the percentage of inexperienced teachers, which helps explain the decline in student achievement. Researchers noted that per capita student spending did increase in other needed areas, such as renovations and debt service, but this type of spending did not prevent the declines in student achievement. They noted that oil and gas revenue has entirely bypassed the education section in other fracking states. August 7, 2019 the Houston Chronicle reported on data from two research firms that compared differences between mid-2018 and mid-2019 in numbers of wells fracked and numbers of workers in the Permian Basin. The data showed that the wells were being fracked and completed at record numbers, but with the number of crews down almost 20%. The article stated, quote, the work is being done with far fewer people as energy companies scale back costs 
to appease Wall Street investors concerned about overspending. July 6, 2019 Substantial evidence shows that vulnerable women face increased violence in boom towns full of transient laborers building big resource projects, according to a report by the Canadian National Inquiry into Missing and Murdered Indigenous Women and Girls. Pertinent to the impending approval of the Trans Mountain Pipeline, the report is based on the testimony of thousands of survivors and family members of murdered and missing women, and it links, quote, man camps with higher rates of violence against Indigenous women. The report also raises concern about vulnerable women entering the sex trade near activities such as pipeline projects. Quote, women are made vulnerable by the combination of exclusion from high-paying resource jobs and having to make ends meet in a town where the cost of living is rising, according to Indigenous advocate Connie Gray Eyes. July 5, 2019 A statewide survey of 2,240 Pennsylvanians found that 23.4% of respondents had encountered fracking-related activities, including well sites, related truck traffic, pipelines, or fracking workers during outdoor recreation. Over 12% reported being substantially impacted by fracking activities in their recreation, and almost 14% changed their plans, avoided a certain area, or no longer traveled to the Pennsylvania for outdoor activities due to these encounters. Outdoor recreation impacts were highest in the north central and southwest Pennsylvania, where fracking is most prominent. As noted in coverage of the study by Consumer Affairs, quote, Outdoor activities provide a huge influx of income to the U.S. government, and interfering with such activities will start to interfere with those profits. March 16, 2019 University of Rochester environmental and health economists found that the public announcement of the proposed Constitution Pipeline led to a 9.29%, about $12,000 decrease in sale price for New York State homes located within 3 kilometers of its main route, compared to houses between 3 to 20 kilometers away. Quote, Our results suggest that homebuyer expectations of the environmental externalities of the natural gas pipeline construction and operations are large and negative. The Constitution Pipeline was cancelled in February 2020 after years of public opposition and failure to obtain a state water permit. March 14, 2019 A Canadian team reviewed the research published between 2009 and 2018 on the impacts on communities of, quote, the whole suite of technologies that aid in the exploration, extraction, and transportation of natural gas. This first review of impacts across the supply chain found most of the studies addressed upstream communities, those adjacent to the gas extraction and that midstream and downstream communities were understudied. Midstream communities were those located in transportation corridors, such as near pipelines, and downstream communities were those near processing and shipping facilities. The study identified 28 community impacts across four broad categories. Environmental impacts, impacts to infrastructure, 
and service delivery, impacts on policy regulation and participation in decision-making, and socioeconomic impacts. In each area, the reviewers identified common findings, mixed results across studies, and research gaps. For social service delivery, for example, the review found significant effects from the boom and bust cycles. In the boom cycle, these included, quote, increased pressure on limited infrastructure, affordable housing and daycare, recreational and child youth programs, and social services to address alcohol and drug addictions, domestic violence, and crime. In the bus cycle, there is a continued need for social services, especially as created by unemployment, economic hardship, local business closures, dropping property values, and out-migration. In this period, though, there may be cuts to social services, and quote, Peer-reviewed articles rarely focused on the capacity of local governments to address impacts before, during, and after they happen. December 10, 2018. Although Pennsylvania has been able to realize modest short-term economic growth from fracking, policy researchers found that the state has also allowed costs to be externalized to public health, the environment, and community integrity. Despite emerging evidence on adverse public health effects, there remain significant uncertainties about these externalized costs, especially with regard to the long term. Research done in the state has shown, quote, significant remaining uncertainties in detecting and attributing responsibility for groundwater contamination associated with fracking. Intensive gas extraction in Pennsylvania constrained communities by several pathways increased demand for emergency medical and mental health services, loss of housing for low-income residents displaced by temporary out-of-state workers, and increased traffic violations and arrests for driving under the influence. Emergencies at fracking sites can also strain or exceed the capabilities of local emergency response organizations. At the state level, Policy weaknesses include failure to mandate the disclosure of fracking chemicals, failure to exercise adequate inspection and enforcement, and failure to institutionalize, quote, stewardship of rents extracted from a non-renewable resource for future generations. November 21, 2018. The presence of drilling and fracking operations is linked with fewer visits to overnight recreation sites in national forests in western states. As part of a USDA Forest Service study that analyzed visitor use data from 27 national forests with 722 overnight use areas, researchers found that on average, each additional oil or gas well within a 5-kilometer radius of a site was linked to six fewer visits annually. Within a 5-kilometer radius, the distance between the well and the campground was not a significant factor. The researchers did not speculate on the overall user experience, but wrote that their results do, quote, suggest that the presence of oil and gas development may have a significant enough effect on the user experience to motivate users to recreate elsewhere. October 28, 2018 in 15 states between 2000 and 2013, intensive shale oil and gas drilling activity was linked with 41,760 fewer students enrolled in school per year in grades 11 and 12. This phenomenon was greatest in states with a younger compulsory schooling age, 
16 years of age instead of 17 or 18, in states with a lower effective tax rate on oil and gas production, and in rural counties with traditional mining or persistent poverty. The results of the study conducted by a team of economists aligned with historical evidence from the 1970s energy boom, as well as complementary research from the 2000s, both showing that oil and gas booms, quote, can discourage educational attainment by increasing the opportunity cost for students to stay in school. September 24, 2018. An E&E investigation examined cities in North Dakota, Pennsylvania, and Oklahoma that are experiencing lingering financial and social disruptions following oil and gas booms. In Oklahoma, quote, the state legislature is trying to fix what some viewed as a string of bad fiscal decisions that led to cuts in education and other services. In Pennsylvania, communities are still roiled by, quote, a series of bitter disputes about whether local landowners were getting their fair share of royalties from gas drilling. In North Dakota, the debt held by the city of Williston was high for a town its size, with its manageability dependent on continuing oil tax income from the state. August 22, 2018 Marking a decade since the Marcellus shale fracking began in earnest, a five-university research team presented a review of impacts to people, policy, and culture in the greater mid-Atlantic region of the United States. The review's geographic and thematic sections address a range of impacts on Pennsylvania communities in a discussion of the less-studied communities in West Virginia and Ohio undergoing fracking. Economic impacts in Pennsylvania, contrary to what political and business interests typically tout, are mixed. Employment data showed that positive effects for local residents, quote, are relatively small and temporary, in large part because of the employment benefits from the activity goes to workers living outside the host communities. Further, among local residents, economic benefits were unequally distributed based on land ownership. In Pennsylvania, about half of lease and royalty dollars accrue to the top 10% of local landowners who own the most acreage, while the bottom 70% of landowners collectively receive only 2.8% of all such dollars. Quote, the vast majority of local residents were not rural landowners and thus were unable to take advantage of gas leasing for revenue. For poorer residents in fracking areas, quote, Radically tightening housing markets coupled with skyrocketing housing costs presented fundamental economic hardships. June 6, 2018 Uneven distribution of economic service-related benefits and social environmental costs characterized the Barnett and the Eagle Ford shale plays in Texas, according to an analysis of shale energy development in the southern United States that included both objective and perceived effects. Transportation-related hazards deemed the big one were seen as a primary concern to community leaders and residents. Multiple sources and study types corroborated the objective transportation trends and harms. For example, a survey of county and city public officials in the 15-county Eagle Ford Shale region concluded that increasing transportation demands resulting from fracking, quote, 
have not been met with needed state resources to maintain and or upgrade transportation facilities to meet the increased volume and weight of vehicles using the transportation system in local communities. An Academy of Medicine, Engineering, and Science of Texas Task Force on Environmental and Community Impacts of Shale Development in Texas likewise concluded, quote, The level of funding to address the impacts to the transportation infrastructure and traffic safety in the oil and gas industry area is low relative to the magnitude of the impact. This analysis also described uneven distribution of benefits. For example, individuals and energy companies located outside of the region held 96% of the Eagle Ford mineral wealth. May 21, 2018. Public administration scholars at Binghamton University interviewed 43 local government officials in 26 municipalities in high-density drilling areas of the Marcellus Shale region of Pennsylvania. They considered these officials to be, quote, on the front lines of social equity issues linked to the geographic distribution of environmental costs versus economic benefits of fracking. They found that most municipal officials, quote, explicitly recognized that there were distributional benefits-sharing problems associated with shale gas drilling, while most also believed shale gas drilling was a net positive for their communities. Still, there were mixed feelings regarding whether the financial gains of drilling compensated for the environmental impacts, with some expressing incredulity at the idea that money compensated for impact. Researchers demonstrate that local officials are aware of equity issues, with some taking action to reduce inequities, but that action in their communities often conflicts with convictions about property rights. March 4, 2018. Local governments in highly rural regions experiencing large-scale growth in oil and gas activity face the greatest fiscal challenges according to a study evaluating the effects of this development in 21 U.S. regions during boom and bust periods. Quote, Increased crime, vehicle accidents, and other public safety issues were major challenges, and the scale of these challenges tended to track the scale of population growth and a region's rurality. Though revenues from property and sales taxes and other sources resulted in a net gain for many local governments, the volatility of industry activity and population growth created especially difficult challenges for some municipalities. In a rural western Colorado city, for example, residents were faced with increased taxes as well as increased water and wastewater fees to service the debt incurred by needed upgrades. February 13, 2018 Economists found that Oklahoma home prices in 2006 to 2014 declined by 3 to 4 percent after experiencing a moderate earthquake. Further, sale prices for the properties affected by the most intense earthquakes were estimated to have declined from 3.5 to 10.3 percent. The study also found that houses were on the market significantly longer following earthquake exposure. The intensity of a quake for each property was determined by linking earthquake magnitude to the distance of the home from its epicenter. The researchers wrote, quote, Oklahoma provides an exceptional case study 
as the state most affected by sudden changes in seismic frequency and intensity, and that although the exact proportion of earthquakes induced by oil and gas activity is not certain, quote, the Oklahoma Geological Survey has recognized that the majority of earthquakes are likely to be induced. They concluded that the rise in earthquake activity has inflicted substantial costs on homeowners in Oklahoma. January 25, 2018 In the Marcellus Shale region, counties experiencing a fracking boom suffered a 30% increase in violent crime compared to those with no gas boom. Aggravated and sexual assaults were the crimes primarily responsible for this increase. This research took advantage of, quote, natural experiment conditions in the region, with a prohibition on fracking in New York State and a fracking boom across the border and Pennsylvania Marcellus shale regions on unconventional gas wells drilled and on seven FBI Index 1 offenses. The offenses were violent crimes, aggravated assault, rape, robbery, and murder, and property crimes, larceny, burglary, and auto theft. While violent crimes increased in fracking boom areas, property crimes did not. The research featured many controls to isolate the effects of the fracking economy on crime rates. In addition, victimization costs were estimated to be $8.1 million per year in high fracking counties. Quote, Policymakers along with oil and natural gas proponents often cite the benefits in terms of jobs and income that are created in a community. However, the welfare costs of victims of crimes, among other issues, should also be considered to make optimal policy decisions. January 24, 2018 The nearest full-time fire department to a deadly Quinton, Oklahoma natural gas rig explosion was nearly 30 miles away, according to an E&E investigation, focusing on emergency response. Quote, The deaths highlight a crucial fact of the drilling boom. Much of it has occurred in rural areas where small-town police officers, sheriff's deputies, and volunteer firefighters are often the first responders. January 13, 2018 Sex trafficking in oil boom towns remains a huge problem, according to interviews with 185 health and social service professionals, criminal justice personnel, industry and community representatives, and victims of violence in the Bakken oil field region. These results are reflective of the growing literature on the topic. Interviewees shared information on increases in domestic violence, dating violence, sexual assault, stalking, and sex trafficking. Findings demonstrated that the sex trafficking was linked to, quote, a confluence of underlying forces, including big oil money, an increase in drug cartels and drug use, degradation of women in a male-dominated workforce, increased access to weapons, and a rise in the transient populations. A noteworthy contribution of this study was the documentation that participants felt unprepared to address the needs of victims of sex trafficking, having very few resources and limited background and experience with these problems. December 12, 2017 Fracking is unlikely to be a panacea for economically marginalized rural, suburban, or urban areas, and economic optimism regarding fracking tends to be overgeneralized, according to a study analyzing national data 
on socioeconomic well-being for the years 2000 to 2011. Researchers noted that large profits for industry and economic development, quote, may not trickle down to residents living in high-production counties, but instead often benefit a relative few over a temporary time period. The study measured percentage of families below the poverty line in each county, average earnings, median household income, and employment status to understand the socioeconomic impacts of oil and gas booms. Their literature review also uncovered a disparity in findings. Quote, Industry-funded studies have found substantial economic windfalls related to extraction, but the peer-reviewed literature suggests mixed or modest effects. September 26, 2017 The partial abandonment of the Eagle Ford shale dramatically hurt small business owners, according to a report by Bloomberg. Quote, as the shale drillers moved onto richer fields, the South Texas landscape became pockmarked with abandoned structures. This nimbleness, the ability to just pack up and leave at a moment's notice, may give U.S. oil companies a competitive advantage against their more rigid, state-run OPEC rivals. But there is a human cost to it all. Concerning one tool and supply company in the region, the investigation found, quote, During the height of the Eagle Ford boom, R. Katz was supplying as many as 52 rigs and employing as many as 18 people in its office outside Quero's main strip. Today, it's got 11 rig clients and three employees. August 10, 2017 Researchers from the independent, nonpartisan economic research group Resources for the Future study the impacts of unconventional oil and gas booms on public school districts in the oil and gas producing states Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, North Dakota, Montana, and Colorado between 2000 and 2013. Using quantitative data analysis as well as extensive interviewing with parents and students in the districts, the study addressed the effects of recent oil and gas booms on student enrollment, teachers, public education finances, and student achievement metrics. Though divergent trends were found between school districts in the eastern versus western U.S., quote, nearly all boom districts reported heightened stress from financial volatility. Though some districts had, this, had a statistically positive increase in per-student funding, while others had a decline, quote, the study found that greater revenues do not always translate into increased educational outcomes. One Western Colorado school district had to operate on a a four-day-a-week schedule and cut academic programs because of increased economic volatility. As reported in U.S. News & World Report, quote, the boom-and-bust cycle of the industry was found to create overwhelming stress on local districts as students and teachers were moving in and out of a region to meet the economic demands of drilling. June 18, 2017 a shale task force of the Academy of Medicine, Engineering, and Science of Texas, TAMIST, developed the report Environmental and Community Impacts of Shale Development in Texas, a first-of-its-kind comprehensive review of scientific research and related findings regarding impacts of shale oil and gas production in Texas. Transportation impacts included road damage costing Texas an estimated $1.5 to $2 billion a year, 
and rural crashes involving commercial vehicles increasing over 75% in some drilling regions. The number of fatal collisions in the Permian Basin doubled from 94 during 2006 to 2009 to 183 from 2010 to 2013. The report also noted that Texas is the only major oil and gas producing state without a Surface Damage Act to protect landowners who do not own the mineral rights on their land and have little control over oil and gas operations. The report, which also addressed topics such as seismicity, air, and water, noted that the various impacts of oil and gas development, quote, can't be studied or addressed in isolation. Authors continued, these connections are important and pervasive, but are not well studied yet. Tamist includes all of the state's Nobel laureates, plus Texas-based members of the National Academies of Sciences, Engineering, and Medicine. April 6, 2017. The economic impacts of fracking at the advent of the Marcellus shale boom is an understudied topic. The onset of fracking was so rapid that academics were challenged to provide accurate and timely information to policymakers, and the one major paper that did appear in 2011 did not clearly disclose its industry sponsorship. A Pennsylvania Department of Community and Economic Development-funded study set out to investigate those early years. In addition to scrutinizing available data, the authors conducted a survey of 1,000 landowners in Bradford and Tioga counties, the two counties with the most fracked wells in Pennsylvania at the start of the boom. From the 501 returned surveys, they determined residents saved more than half of their earliest royalty and lease income, which, quote, may or may not ultimately be spent within Pennsylvania. Hence, the windfalls from mineral rights created little economic impact during the year received. Further, the study's overall lower bound estimate of economic impacts for 2009 found that fully 15.4% of these mineral rights were owned by non-residents. At the same time, survey results showed that 37% of the workforce consisted of non-residents, with only half of their income staying in the state. This study's upper bound jobs count for 2009 was substantially lower than the estimates that, made, that were made at the time. In addition, the study urged caution regarding future jobs predictions, as the sharp decline between 2011 and 2013, quote, was totally unexpected and was not captured in a 2010 forecast for jobs in 2020. April 5, 2017. Economists at Colorado State University quantified the substantial environmental costs associated with hydraulic fracturing as part of an analysis of the market and non-market costs and benefits of fracking in 14 U.S. states. These costs were, quote, dominated by $27.2 billion health damages from air pollution. They also found costs including $3.8 billion in greenhouse gas emissions, $4 billion in wildlife habitat fragmentation, and $1 billion in pollution of private drinking water wells. Results also showed a disconnect between those reaping the economic rewards from fracking and those paying the price. The, quote, benefits, mostly in the form of lower natural gas prices to residential, commercial, and industrial consumers, were geographically dispersed, while the costs tended to concentrate in localized areas where drilling took place. Although the most comprehensive economic study to date, 
this analysis was not able to fully quantify all costs, including those related to water contamination, beyond surface spill-related costs for damage to private wells, diminishment of open spaces and aesthetics for community members, and seismic activity. The authors concluded the cost might well outweigh the benefit for suburban dwellers near fracking operations, as exemplified by Denton, Texas, where, quote, nearly all the royalty money was flowing to mineral owners living elsewhere rather than to adjacent homeowners. February 19, 2017. The New York Times reported on the oil and gas industry's embrace of automation and its threat to preserving and bringing back jobs. Executives interviewed as part of the investigation were straightforward in their intentions to shrink their workforces. Quote, we want to transform our workforce to the point where we need to hire fewer people, said Joey Hall, Pioneer's Executive Vice President for the Permian Operations. In 2016, Pioneer Natural Resources added 240 wells in West Texas without adding any new employees. A vice president at a Pennsylvania manufacturer of drilling rigs stated, quote, If it's a repetitive task, it can be automated, and I don't need someone to do that. I can get a computer to do that. February 1, 2017. Stanford University earth science professor Robert Jackson and two professors of law assessed how a new type of conservation easement, an established kind of legal agreement, could enable landowners to restrict fracking on their properties. A mineral estate conservation easement, M-E-C-E, can serve as a private landowner response to the dem demonstrable threats of fracking to property and community. Quote, Accompanying the rise of high-volume hydraulic fracturing has become a suite of environmental and social concerns, including potential water and air contamination, greenhouse gas emissions, health effects, and community disruptions. Quote, We support the exploration of MECEs as an additional tool for landowners to exercise their rights and responsibilities, the team concluded. January 26, 2017 Automation is reducing the size of drilling crews and will lessen the number of jobs added nationally with any upturn in oil and gas operations, according to a piece on oilprice.com. The author described predictions including, quote, Automated drilling rigs may be able in the future to reduce the number of persons in a drilling crew by almost 40%, from 25 workers to 15 workers, Houston Chronicle's Jordan Bloom writes, quoting industry analysts. Drilling company Neighbors Industries expects that it may be able to reduce the size of the crew at each well site to around five people from 20 workers now if more automated drilling rigs are used, Bloomberg's David Weth says. December 22, 2016. Researchers with the Energy Policy Institute at the University of Chicago measured the costs and benefits of fracking in local communities across nine U.S. shale basins. They found that despite contributions to local economies with the arrival of fracking, residents experienced decreases in local quality of life. Spikes in crime were the most directly measurable of these effects. Quote, despite local government's efforts to improve public safety, allocating 20% more funding, the crime rate still marginally increased. Study also found unequal distribution of benefits. Students, the elderly, and those who don't own mineral rights did not benefit at all. 
Their analysis found an average gain of about $1,300 to $1,900 per household per year. But these gains were offset by a reduction in the typical household's quality of life, which the authors computed at about $1,000 to $1,600 per year. December 21, 2016. Economists from the University of Anchorage and Montana State University studied the impact of regional shale energy booms on crime rates across the U.S. counties from 2000 to 2013. Documenting increased rates of many types of crime, including assault, rape, larceny, and auto theft. In 2013, they pegged the average monetary cost of these additional crimes at $2 million per county. Researchers emphasized these results represented short-term costs only as they could not predict how crime rates and attendant costs will accrue over longer periods of time, as for example, if criminal behavior and labor migration facilitate a slow drain of human and physical capital from the region and propagate, quote, a long-term resource curse. The study also found that registered sex offenders moved in disproportionate numbers to boom towns in North Dakota, and, quote, that income inequality increased as the shale boom progressed. May 24, 2016. In 327 U.S. counties previously at the center of the fracking boom, overdue car loans approached their highest level in five years, and late mortgage payments also rose, according to a report by the Financial Times that examined data from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. These trends stood in stark contrast to lowered overdue debt rates in the rest of the U.S. This surge in late car payments in intensely fracked areas of the United States has, quote, exposed the damage done by the collapse in drilling activity and marred broadly positive trends for late debt payments by American consumers. May 8, 2016. With the downturn in the fracking industry, Wisconsin's sand mining sector, which provides silica sand for fracking operations, has also slumped and prompted significant layoffs and job losses in both 2015 and 2016, according to a report by Eau Claire's Leader Telegram. This is what the bust part of boom and bust cycle of the energy sector looks like, and it's something West Central Wisconsin residents who are mostly new to the industry aren't used to seeing. Other companies that supply goods and services to sand mining operations in the region have also experienced a downturn. March 8, 2016. A DeWitt County, Texas judge estimated it will cost his county $432 million to rebuild its roads, noting that if a road leads to a rig site, it is bound to be a broken road. The judge stated that ultimately the companies would pay a large share. February 22, 2016. Inside Energy investigated oil industry-related wage theft claims in the West, finding, quote, a growing number of oil workers are turning to the courts, saying they weren't paid fairly even when times were good. Between 2010 and 2015, wage theft suits against oil and gas companies in Colorado increased by a factor of nine, and in Texas, nearly ten times. The investigation found that oil and gas companies were consistently among the top violators of wage laws, especially in failure to pay overtime. A federal investigation of the industry led to the recovery of $40 million in unpaid wages. One of the officers involved in the investigations is quoted as saying, quote, 
We have found cases where workers were not even paid the minimum wage because they're working so many hours. So the idea that they're being highly compensated, in some cases, they're not. January 13, 2016. A fire on a fracking site in Grady County, Oklahoma, that consumed 22 oil tankers required the response of six regional fire departments. December 15, 2015. The value of homes that rely on well water in Pennsylvania dropped an average of $30,167 when fracking took place within 1.5 kilometers, according to a Duke University study published by the American Economic Review. For these groundwater-dependent homes, a fracking well located within one kilometer was linked to a 13.9% average decrease in values. Homes with wells at least two kilometers away maintained their value. The study was based on home sales between 1995 and 2012 in 36 counties. Researchers stated that their figures may not fully reflect the total costs associated with groundwater contamination risk, as for example, when homeowners purchased expensive home water filtration systems. Though their study does not incorporate data on actual contamination, concerns about contamination can significantly affect property values. Researchers found, quote, strong evidence of localized costs borne particularly by groundwater-dependent homes. December 8, 2015. Even as housing prices in shale gas areas of Pennsylvania have dropped along with fracking activity, many seniors and people living on low incomes are still being priced out of the market, State Impact reported. Pennsylvania still lacks a quarter million affordable rental homes for people in poverty despite a 2012 law requiring gas companies to pay well fees intended to offset the cost of affordable housing programs in communities where drilling is occurring. December 2, 2015. Quote, the local economy is feeling the pinch of downturn of activity in Pennsylvania's gas fields, according to a Reuters report. The late 2015 slump marked a turning point in Marcellus shale fracking. Regional economic effects reported include empty hotel rooms and foreclosure notices in Lycoming County at their highest since data were first collected. October 7, 2015. Vehicular collisions in Texas fracking activity are closely linked, according to a report by the Texas A&M University Transportation Institute. Researchers analyzed the number of crashes and injuries across Texas during the period from 2006 to 2009, when drilling and fracking operations were intensive over the Barnett Shale, as well as from 2010 to 2013, when activity increased in the Permian Basin in West Texas and the Eagle Ford Shale in South Texas, and decreased in the Barnett. Collisions increased where shale gas activity increased and decreased where it slowed down. Quoted in the Texas Tribune, report co-author Cesar Quiroga said, quote, The two trends correlated so well, and they were perfectly aligned. We could use this as a predictive model. Further, the increase was greater in South Texas, the region that relies most heavily on horizontal hydraulic fracking requiring millions of gallons of water and sand to be trucked in, compared to West Texas, which does use fracking, but also more simple vertical wells. The comprehensive cost of these collisions was estimated to be about $2 billion more 
from 2010 to 2013 in both the Eagle and Ford, Eagle Ford and Permian Basin compared to the previous period. September 30, 2015. The North Dakota Bureau of Criminal Investigation was set to hire nine new agents, reported the Billings Gazette, quote, allowing for more attention to cases of human trafficking and organized crimes in western North Dakota as increased oil production resulted in growing populations. September 29, 2015. New residential units sit empty as gas production falls. Housing Wire magazine wrote, following up on their earlier reporting describing the link between the drilling boom and the real estate boom in the Bakken Shale region of North Dakota. Economic data indicate that Bakken drilling is not lasting long enough to sustain the building explosion. September 9, 2015. Most local governments in western North Dakota and eastern Montana's Bakken region have experienced net negative fiscal effects, according to Duke University analysis published by the National Bureau of Economic Research. These trends were also seen in municipalities in rural Colorado and Wyoming, which also struggled to manage fiscal impacts during recent oil and gas booms. But in these two states, the fiscal impact eased as drilling activity slowed. Referencing the report, McClatchy, D.C. wrote, quote, North Dakota cities and counties have been slammed. Municipal challenges have included providing water and sewer infrastructure, substantial damage to roads, soaring housing prices, and strained emergency services. August 27, 2015. Fracking in or near public parks could cause tourists to stay away and lead to a decline in park use, according to a report published by a team of tourism, recreation, and sport management researchers from the University of Florida, North Carolina State University, and Florida State University. Using data collected from 225 self-identified park users from Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee, researchers reported that only one-third of participants were willing to participate in recreational activities near fracking operations, compared to 38% unwilling and 29% neutral. 46% of respondents supported a ban on fracking on public lands, while 20% agreed with promoting fracking on public lands. July 1, 2015. Britain's Department for Environment, Food, and Rural Affairs released previously redacted sections of a report on the impacts of drilling and fracking. The report found that housing prices near fracking wells would likely fall up to 7% for houses within a mile of wells. Furthermore, properties within one to five miles of fracking sites could incur additional insurance costs. The report warned of environmental damages, including from leaking of fracking waste fluids, and found that public health could be affected indirectly through consumption of contaminated wildlife, livestock, or agricultural products. The report also found potential for some benefits, such as job growth. July 2015 A working paper by researchers with the National Bureau of Economic Research found that fracking resulted in an increase in male teen high school dropout rates. Quote, Our estimates imply that absent fracking, the male-female gap in high school dropout rates among 17-18 year olds would have narrowed by about 11% between 2000 and 2013 instead of remaining unchanged. 
The authors explain that by increasing the demand for low-skilled labor, fracking could slow growth in educational attainment. They noted that the relative wage boost from fracking may be only temporary. Indeed, by the end of the sample period, the benefits had started to wane as the labor demand from fracking appeared to no longer favor dropouts. Thus, the fracking boom may be inhibiting educational achievement among young men who, quote, would already be near the bottom of the skill distribution, with possible implications for future productivity and the social safety net. March 20, 2015 The U.S. Attorney for Western New York linked a rise in production of methamphetamine to use among workers in the fracking fields of northern and western Pennsylvania. Surging demand for the drug, which allows users to stay awake for 48 to 72 hours, may be related to the extremely long working hours that employees in the gas industry must endure. January 4, 2015 A documentary by Forum News Service, Trafficked Report, revealed that sex trafficking, including of children, in the back and oil fields of North Dakota was a significant problem. The dynamics of the oil boom, with an influx of -of out-of-state and primarily male workers far from their families, created an increase in demand for prostitution. December 28, 2014 The New York Times profiled the impacts of oil drilling and fracking on the Fort Berthold Indian Reservation in North Dakota, finding corruption, crime, and negative environmental impacts. Aside from a significant rise in jobs, which often go to transient workers, many residents, quote, see deterioration rather than improvement in their standard of living. They endure intense truck traffic, degraded roads, increased crime, strained services, and the pollution from spills, flares, and illegal dumping. According to the Times calculation, the reservation had seen 850 oil-related environmental incidents from 2007 through mid-October 2014, which generally went unpunished. December 26, 2014 Examining Pennsylvania Department of Transportation data, Ohio's Star Beacon newspaper found that fracking poses safety threat on rural roads. The paper found that Pennsylvania's five busiest drilling counties recorded 123 more heavy truck crashes in 2011 than before the gas boom began, a 107% increase. The paper noted the burden drilling and fracking placed on local communities and governments, including the strain on local emergency responders. December 17, 2014. Heavy drilling and fracking defined as 400 or more wells drilled within a county over five to eight years, was positively correlated with increased crime, sexually transmitted diseases, and traffic fatalities, according to a report by the Multistate Shale Research Collaborative. The report looked at the impacts in Pennsylvania, Ohio, and West Virginia, primarily finding statistically significant impacts in six heavily drilled counties in Pennsylvania. In those six counties, violent crime increased 17.7%, corresponding to about 130 more violent crimes in those communities in those counties in 2012, compared to a decrease in violent crime rates in both urban and rural non-drilling communities. Property crime increased 10.8% in those six counties, drug abuse rates rose 48%, and drunk driving offenses rose 65%, compared to 42% in rural areas with no drilling. 
The report found a statistically significant increase of 24% to 27% in rates of sexually transmitted diseases across drilling counties in all three states. Motor vehicle fatalities increased 27.8% in Pennsylvania's six high drilling counties. The report found a modest increase in jobs, but noted that an influx of out-of-state workers at least partially explained the increases in traffic and crime. December 15, 2014. A report written in French by Quebec's Advisory Office of Environmental Hearings concluded that the environmental costs of fracking in the St. Lawrence lowlands would outweigh the potential economic benefits. In a press release, the Advisory Office of Environmental Hearings concluded that fracking, quote, would not be advantageous for Quebec because of the magnitude of the potential costs and the externalities compared to royalties that would be collected by Quebec. Other concerns also remain, including plans of social acceptability, legislation, and lack of knowledge, particularly with respect to water resources. October 30, 2014. The New York Times profiled the profound impact heavy drilling has had on Glasscock County, Texas, including its farming community. Farmers described increases in trash, traffic accidents, clashes around farmers selling groundwater to drillers, and economic detriment. In many cases, acres of farmland around a drill site, quote, will probably never be suitable for fertile farming again, and farmers are at the mercy of what drillers want to pay for damages. The county itself receives revenue, but most of that additional money, quote, is being used to repair roads damaged by oil field truck activity. Overall, the gains from drilling are not viewed as worth the drawbacks in a county long dominated by cotton farming. September 28, 2014. A Washington Post investigation reported on heroin and methamphetamine addiction and associated violent crime among Native American communities located within the Bakken Shale oil fields. According to a chief judge for the Mandan, Hidatsa, and Arakara Nation, quote, the drug problem that the oil boom has brought is destroying our reservation. September 11, 2014. An editor for the Washington Post examined jobs and manufacturing data in Youngstown, Ohio, to demonstrate that drilling and fracking are not resulting in a revitalization of the Rust Belt, as some proponents in a prominent New York Times story asserted. The Post determined that in Youngstown, Ohio, the manufacturing sector has lost jobs by the tens of thousands in the last 20 years, and the oil and gas industry has created approximately 2,000 jobs since the recession ended. Six years prior, there were 13,000 more jobs in Youngstown metro area than there were in summer 2014. September 9, 2014. A study by researchers at Colorado State University examined the political economy of harm and crime associated with the oil and gas industry in rural Colorado particularly around the rise of fracking. The researchers looked at complaints that citizens filed with the state and also conducted interviews and examined other data. They found 2,444 complaints between November 2001 and June 2013, covering a range of issues, including water, environment, noise, air quality, land use, and more. They characterized citizen complaints as extensive and complex, and concluded that regardless of the nature of the harm, 
Most were persistent and omnipresent rather than short-lived, isolated problems. September 6, 2014 In Williams County, North Dakota, in the Back and Shale, increases in crime have corresponded with the flow of oil. The infusion of cash has attracted career criminals who deal in drugs, violence, and human sex trafficking. The Williston Herald portrayed in a reader discretion advised article that the rapid rise of index crimes, violent crimes that result in the immediate loss of an individual's property, health, or safety, such as murder, larceny, and rape. With fewer than 100 law enforcement personnel, crime in Williams County, quote, has risen in kind with the county's population, but funding, staffing, and support training for law enforcement has not. September 2014. Reporting on the social, environmental, health, and safety and economic burdens endured by localities from fracking. The magazine Governing the States and Localities found that fracking in many cases negatively impacts property values, which in turn depresses property tax revenue. For property owners who own the rights to the oil and gas on their land, the effects of drilling can be offset by royalty payments. But localities have no revenue offset if properties lose value. August 26, 2014. The U.S. Justice Department Office on Violence Against Women awarded $3 million to five rural and tribal communities to prosecute crimes of violence against women and provide services to victims of sexual assault, domestic violence, and stalking in the Bakken region of North Dakota and Montana. Rationale documented by tribal leaders, law enforcement, and the FBI included, quote, rapid development of trailer parks and modular housing developments often referred to as man camps, abrupt increase in cost of living, especially housing, rapid influx of people including transients in a previously rural and stable community, constant fear and perception of danger, and a lost way of life. Local and tribal officials and service providers reported that these changes have been accompanied by a rise in crime, including domestic and sexual violence. May 27, 2014 A Bloomberg News analysis of 61 shale drilling companies found that the economic picture of shale oil and gas is unstable. Shale debt has almost doubled over the last four years, while revenue has gained just 5.6%. For the 61 companies in their analysis, Bloomberg News reported, quote, In a measure of the shale industry's financial burden, debt hit the $163.6 billion in the first quarter. Further, Bloomberg noted that drillers are caught in a bind because they must keep borrowing to pay for exploration needed to offset steep production declines typical of shale wells. For companies that can't afford to keep drilling, Less oil coming out means less money coming in, accelerating the financial tailspin. May 5, 2014. An Associated Press analysis found that traffic fatalities have spiked in heavily drilled areas of six states, whereas most other roads in the nation have become safer even as population has grown. In North Dakota drilling counties, for instance, traffic fatalities have increased 350%. April 16, 2014, a comprehensive article in the Albany Law Review concluded that the risks inherent with fracking are not covered by homeowners insurance, not fully insured by the oil and gas industry, 
and threaten mortgages and property value. April 2014 A report by the Multi-State Shale Research Collaborative assessing the impacts of shale drilling for community case studies documented economic, community, government, and human services impact of fracking on four rural communities. The study found that fracking led to a rapid influx of out-of-state workers, and although some new jobs were created, these were accompanied by additional costs for police, emergency services, road damage, and social services. In addition, increased rents and a shortage of affordable housing accompanied the fracking boom. Unemployment rose after one county's boom ended, in another county, unemployment stayed above the state average throughout. March 27, 2014 A report by researchers at Rand Corporation determined that each shale gas well in Pennsylvania causes between $5,400 and $10,000 in damage to state roads. The report did not calculate the damage to local roads, which is also significant. Researchers used estimates of truck trips that are significantly below the number estimated for New York by the New York State Department of Environmental Conservation. February 15, 2014. The Los Angeles Times detailed steep increases in crime that have accompanied fracking in parts of the Eagle Ford Shale in Texas, including sexual assaults and thefts. February 14, 2014. Pennsylvania landowners with fracking leases rallied in Bradford County against gas companies for precipitous drops in royalty payments. December 20, 2013. The National Association of Realtors Realtor Mag summarized a growing body of research, including a University of Denver survey and a Reuters analysis that shows threats to property values from fracking and gas drilling. December 12, 2013. A Reuters analysis discussed how oil and gas drilling has made making some properties unsellable and researched the link between drilling and property value declines. The analysis highlighted a Duke University working paper that finds shale gas drilling near homes can decrease property values by an average of 16.7% if the house depends on well water. December 10, 2013 Pennsylvania's Daily Review reported that more gas companies are shifting costs to leaseholders and that royalty payments are drastically shrinking. The story quoted Bradford County Commissioner Doug McLinko saying that some gas companies, quote, are robbing our landowners and that the problem of royalty payments being significantly reduced by deductions for post-production costs, quote, is widespread throughout our county. November 30, 2013. The New York Times reported striking increases in crime in Montana and North Dakota, where the oil and gas boom is prevalent, as well as challenges faced by local residents from the influx of out-of-area workers and the accompanying costs. The New York Times reported, quote, It just feels like the modern-day Wild West, said Sergeant Kaelin Clouser, an investigator in Dickinson in western North Dakota. The Dickinson police handled 41 violent crimes last year, up from seven only five years ago. November 21, 2013. The Multi-State Shale Research Collaborative released a six-state collaborative report demonstrating that the oil and gas industry has greatly exaggerated the number of jobs created by drilling and fracking in shale formations. The report found that far from the industry's claims of 31 direct jobs created per well, 
only four jobs are created for each well. It also demonstrated that almost all of the hundreds of thousands of ancillary jobs that the drilling industry claims are related to shale drilling existed before such drilling occurred. As Frank Morrow, Executive Director Emeritus of the Fiscal Policy Institute, put it, quote, Industry supporters have exaggerated the job's impact in order to minimize or avoid altogether taxation, regulation, and even careful examination of shale drilling. November 12, 2013. The American banker reported that the fracking boom gives banks mortgage headaches, with a number of financial institutions refusing to make mortgages on land where oil and gas rights have been sold to an energy company. The article stated that the uniform New York State mortgage agreement used by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac requires that homeowners not permit any hazardous material to be used or located on their property. Fracking is therefore a problem because it is just such a hazardous activity with use of hazardous materials. September 25, 2013. A report found that fracking is linked to significant road damage, increased truck traffic, crime, and strain on municipal and social services. Data from the past 10 years on the social costs of fracking, including truck accidents, arrests, and higher rates of sexually transmitted diseases, are all causes for alarm. September 12, 2013. In a feature titled, Pennsylvania Fracking Boom Goes Bust, the Philadelphia Inquirer presented data from Independent Keystone Research Center detailing, quote, flat at best job growth and declines in production and royalty payments. August 22, 2013. A University of Denver study in the Journal of the Real Estate Literature found a 5-15% to 15% reduction in bid value for homes near gas drilling sites. August 21, 2013. The Atlantic Cities and MSN Money reported that fracking operations may be damaging property values and may impair mortgages or the ability to obtain property insurance. August 13, 2013. A ProPublica investigative analysis found that Chesapeake Energy is coping with its financial difficulties in Pennsylvania by shifting costs to landowners who are now receiving drastically reduced royalty payments. August 4, 2013. In a survey of West Virginia landowners with shale wells on their property, more than half reported problems including damage to the land, decline in property values, truck traffic, and lack of compensation by the oil and gas company. May 24, 2013 Pennsylvania Department of Transportation Secretary Alan D. Bueller and Pennsylvania State Police Commissioner Frank Pawlowski said that gas drilling has led to increases in truck traffic, traffic violations, crime, demand for social services, and the number of miles of roads that are in need of repairs. They noted that drilling companies that committed to repairing roads have not kept pace with the roads they damage. Commissioner Pawlowski reported that 56% of 194 trucks checked were over the legal weight limit and 50% were also cited for safety violations. May 4, 2013. Pennsylvania's Beaver County Times asked what boom in pointing to Keystone Research Center data showing that the number of jobs numbers created by shale gas extraction do not add up to what the gas industry claims, noting that unemployment has increased in the state 
actually fell to 49th in the nation for job creation. April 2, 2013. The New York Times reported that manufacturing jobs resulting from an abundance of shale gas have not appeared. Quote, the promised job gains, other than in the petrochemical industry, have been slow to materialize, the New York Times reported. The article suggests that increased automation has made it unlikely that manufacturers will add many jobs. March 19, 2013. The Wall Street Journal reported that the shale gas boom has not had a big impact on U.S. manufacturing because lower energy prices are only one factor in a company's decision on where to locate factories, and not always the most important factor. Quote, Cheap energy flowing from the U.S. shale gas boom is often touted as a game-changer for manufacturing, the journal reported. Despite the benefits of lower energy costs, however, the game hasn't changed for most American manufacturers. February 2013. A peer-reviewed analysis of industry-funded and independent studies on the economics of fracking found that it is unlikely that fracking will lead to long-term economic prosperity for communities. The analysis noted that the shale gas development brings a number of negative externalities, including the potential for water, air, and land contamination, negative impacts on public health, wear and tear on roads and other infrastructure, and cost to communities due to increased demand for services such as police, fire departments, emergency responders, and hospitals. November 16, 2012. A Duke University study showed a drop in home values near fracking for properties that rely on groundwater. September 27, 2012. The New York Times reported that the prospect of fracking has hindered some home sales in the Catskills and raised concerns about drops in property values, according to real estate agents and would-be buyers. August 17, 2012. A study by the state agencies, the Montana All Threat Intelligence Center and the North Dakota State and Local Intelligence Center found that crime rose by 32% since 2005 in communities at the center of the oil and gas boom. October 30, 2011. A comprehensive article in the New York State Bar Association Journal concluded that the risks inherent with fracking threaten mortgages. October 26, 2011. The Associated Press reported that areas with significant fracking activity, including Pennsylvania, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Texas, are, quote, seeing a sharp increase in drunken driving, bar fights, and other hell-raising. October 19, 2011. A New York Times investigation found that fracking can create conflicts with mortgages and that, quote, Bankers are concerned because many leases allow drillers to operate in ways that violate rules in landowners' mortgages. And further, that fearful of just such a possibility, some banks have become reluctant to grant mortgages on properties leased for gas drilling. At least eight local or national banks do not typically issue mortgages on such properties, lenders say. September 7, 2011 the NYSDEC estimated that 77% of the workforce on initial shale gas drilling projects would consist of transient workers from out of state. Not until the 30th year of shale gas development would 90% of the workforce be comprised of New York residents. August 15, 2011. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette reported that increases in crime followed the Pennsylvania gas drilling boom, noting, for instance, 
The drunken driving arrests in Bradford County were up 60%. DUI arrests were up 50% in Tawanda, and criminal sentencing was up 35% in 2010. July 26, 2011. A New York State Department of Transportation document estimated that fracking in New York could result in the need for road repairs and reconstruction, costing $211 million to $378 million each year. June 20, 2011. Keystone Research Center study found that the gas industry's claim of 48,000 jobs created between 2007 and 2010 as a result of natural gas drilling in Pennsylvania is a far cry from the actual number of only 5,669 jobs, many of which were out-of-state hires. May 9, 2011. A study in the Journal of Town and City Management found that shale gas development can impose, quote, significant short- and long-term costs to local communities. The study noted that shale gas development creates a wide range of potential environmental hazards and stressors, all of which can adversely impact regional economies, including tourism and agricultural sectors. November 30, 2010. The Dallas Morning News featured a story, Drilling Can Dig Into Land Value, reporting that the Wise County Central Appraisal District Appraisal Review Board found that a drilling company had caused an, quote, extraordinary reduction in property value by 75%. November 28, 2010. The Texas Wise County Messenger reported that some landowners near fracking operations experience excessive noise, exposure to diesel fumes, and problems with trespassing by workers. And that will wrap up this reading of the compendium. Brings us to page 440, which starts with inflated estimates of oil and gas reserves and profitability, which we will get to in our next reading. The compendium, once again, the compendium is the Compendium of Scientific, Medical, and Media Findings Demonstrating Risks and Harms of Fracking, Unconventional Gas and Oil Extraction, 7th edition, December 2020. It's compiled by the Concerned Health Professionals of New York and Physicians for Social Responsibility. And it is extensively footnoted, virtually, maybe even not virtually, essentially every segment that starts out with a new date has a source footnote. And some internal facts within some of the segments are also separately footnoted. So if you want to get deeper into the studies and the reports behind this overview, behind the compendium, there is plenty of information on where the details came from. And that'll wrap up this episode of Frack You Very Much, a fracking terrible podcast. Remember, you can listen to all the back episodes at frackyouverymuch.com. can follow on Twitter at FYVM Show. You can listen to this and all my podcasts playing 24-7 at movingtrainradio.com. Here is Steve Earle with the song Snake Oil. Thanks for listening. One, two, three, 
Well, I like that echo. It goes right through my head. It's like, I had that happen once, but chemically induced. It's one, two, one, two, three, four. Taker on this album somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 